Welcome back to Latinas Watching Bravo. Guys, I'm so excited. We got the salad section in, at least the beginning. <laughs> um, I've been waiting for this. You know, honestly, I thought they weren't going to give it to us. I, I'm wondering now what, like, what, what happens next so much? Okay, so we have lots to discuss and, and really like not lots to discuss because this the salad scene or the Eastern Shore scene starts like 20 minutes in. Um, so anything you guys want to cover from when they're getting ready? I think we had, oh, Giselle, Giselle, the moment with the hairdresser. <laughs> yeah, I mean, go ahead, Char. I mean, them getting ready. And then I was honestly, I have to say, I was actually kind of excited that her and Robin weren't going. I was like, right. great. Let's, I was actually, I'm like, I'm, I was okay with it. And honestly, they, to me, this episode, I didn't really miss them, even though like Ashley went yes. to Robin's house in the beginning okay great we got that but the whole second part of the episode where they weren't there I'm like I didn't miss them honestly it was a nice little break it was it was a good enough episode that I don't think we needed we really didn't need them there obviously we see in the previews that they do arrive right. later on but um I didn't miss them I agree Same. it was it was kind of nice um seeing how the dynamics work without them right which I guess is yeah, and that we actually didn't them. need them for like plot movement right. <laughs> and pettiness. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. that's what that's what I was wondering too. I'm like, I wonder if that weighed into their decision, like they have to go right because we might get used to them not being yes, around. I thought that I had that thought cross my mind for sure. Mm. Yeah, they probably figured, well, dang, we better go because then they might realize that they they don't really need us, need us, and we're OGs. So I yeah. bet that's, that's especially how they Robin. <laughs> Yeah, they, know, we right? don't need Robin. We don't. <laughs> we need her husband, but we don't need her. And Escala is like bringing so much already, and she's Mia really and Escala could handle yeah. it. I mean, uh-huh. Mia is mm-hmm. definitely playing the game. Like she's doing, she's making moves, and she's like moving stuff along, and she's asking questions um, to moms <laughs> and getting in the like dirt. So Giselle, who? Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Watch out now. Um, so the only other part I thought was like, well, we see Candace, you know, how the moment where, uh, when I was recapping right now, she says botch booty, botch lips, uh, Mm -hmm. leaky, leaky lips, busted vagina, no busted clitoris, clitoris (laughs) and size 14 feet. Yeah. Again, I just feel like it's gotta (sighs) be on the same go for the business go for I don't know but whatever it, Mia seems unbothered she what didn't she say she's like this is what God blessed me with thanks like <laughs> in her tweet oh that's right um yeah so yeah but we see how the warm-up comes right she's already heated heading into the eastern shore and now the only other two little parts that I loved as they're heading in there was uh Ray and I, I feel like we've seen that on on our timelines where he's like oh is she gonna take the hairdresser about Giselle <laughs> No, that was fu- that was funny <laughs> and it wasn't even like him being shady i think he truly meant it like he was just like oh okay that's what i love about ray's shade or maybe it is shade i don't know <laughs> and um our girl uh, ashley bringing the the photo <laughs> the family funny. photo <laughs> she has her representation ladies are you traveling with a with a family photo no i mean we have our phones so technically yes <laughs> Oh, that's true. Right. Scroll through. But you know what? What I noticed that maybe is it this season? 
yeah, even a little bit last season, Mike, yeah, even last season, Michael didn't go when they had, even though they said, oh, we haven't had a couple's trip, but they all went that last day to Monique's lake house. Uh, Michael hasn't gone on any of these last two years. He hasn't gone on any of the trips. You haven't really seen him much except, you know, when obviously last season he had the whole MGM scandal and then the fight at Robin's party, but he hasn't gone on any of the quote unquote like couples trips or anything he has he's maintaining his distance and I think even we see it this season the only time we see Michael is when they're at Ashley's apartment mm-hmm. I mean I feel like that's or, definitely by design even by Ashley yes. probably so just keep yes. people from because mm-hmm. when he's around yes. he gets a little too loose yes. um and I'm sure people would love to draw attention to him and give him some questions so he can't yep. incriminate himself if he isn't present yep so I, I think that yeah, I definitely think it's by design where he's not coming on any couples trips. He's not coming to any events. She's probably, you're right, keeping him away. You know, he's been the center of attention for so many seasons. And I think, um, whereas Juan doesn't come because I don't think he has any interest. I think Michael doesn't come because I think Ashley is like, let's not give people Mm -hmm. the opportunity, like two different scenarios. And speaking of, um, husbands and they're drinking this is a great segue ashley and mia should have a lot to talk about together we meet g oh god so much to say um who wants to take it they they arrive at the eastern shore uh all thoughts go for it ladies (laughs) what are we thinking um well okay so i think he was funny was he a little a bit much yes but i mean I think that's fun. I think, oh, you know, I, you can tell that Wendy was like a little taken back by it. But I mean, was he a bit much for somebody who's like, what, how old is he? 68, 60 something. Yeah, I, think so. mm-hmm. I don't think, 60. I mean, I mean, I don't think I've met that many men that are that age that are that fun <laughs> and forward. That's like, right. you know, my mom, when she passed, she was 66. She was not like that. Like, you know, like, I don't think I've met people that age that are that like that. So obviously he married a, a younger woman like that's our age or closer to you know my uh-huh. age or whatever um to keep him young so I just thought it, he was fun a little bit much but you know what you're at a couple strip you're having shots of vodka or whatever they're taking shots at whatever time of day you know whatever it is what it is but if you're a little more conservative side then yeah I would see where you would be offended I think too like this is his first big moment on camera and not being a dad, you know, mm-hmm. husband. So, you know, cameras definitely play up. People get nervous and they want to like be extra funny. So I don't doubt that, not that he's not funny normally. Um, Cause you can tell he's like life of the party type person. Um, but I don't doubt that, you know, he had a little bit of alcohol and was like, all right, mm-hmm. let's crack the jokes and like be me and hope it, you know, like everyone sees me like on TV and like in a fun way. Um, I think it was a lot, especially if you don't know him. Right. <laughs> but my the thing I loved the most about it, um, Sada, like you were saying, like for his age group, especially, you don't meet people that are that forward, but that he and Mia seemed so secure. They, they were like, he told you to shut the fuck up. And she was like, yeah, that's just, <laughs> we banter. That's how it, at no point did I see her break a sweat or act like she's trying to cover something up. Um, Mia's been messy and had her, you know, wishy-washy moments. But I really like how 
it seems like she owns even the messy moments. She's just like, oh, yep, that's just who we are. Oops, yeah. And she said it herself. She was like, he's 68. He's lived his life. He's done this and that. Like, let him, I just let him be himself. And I love that. I love that there's no shame that she, they meet each other like in the middle or at whatever level they're at. And they really support each other seemingly for who they are. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of talk on social media about it, about the shut the fuck up comment. Um, I think it's a lot of fun. I think sometimes I've been around couples like that, but like, yeah, if I don't like know y'all and like, I just met y'all, it might be like a lot and be like, okay, cool. That's how y'all roll. Um, (laughs) it's fun to watch. And like you said, she seems fine with it. I don't think it was like the worst thing. I think he just maybe had a little too much to drink and I'm sure, you know, it, it, I don't think it was like a sign of anything in their relationship. No, we've all been there, you know, when the yeah. couple's having an awkward moment that's like passive aggressive and you can feel the tension. And like yeah. at no point, it was an off comment. Like it obviously wasn't like a kind thing to say, but the way she brushed it off and really came off as unbothered and like laughed, mm-hmm. like she, I feel like she did not give off the telltale signs of like, this is a beef right. underneath the like happy facade. <laughs> like this is coming from somewhere deeper. She just like was like, ah, it was just, He's just being like dumb, you know? Yeah. He was being Nessio for sure. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Yes. Uh, and I just, I love watching like the guys react to him. I can't wait to see Ray and him in comparison of people in the same age group. Like <laughs> it's going to be so much fun when Ray gets there. Um, I love Eddie's reactions. And then we meet Ascal's uh, husband, Dre. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do we know anything about him? Backstory? No. Nope. Not yet, huh? That's the first time we've ever seen him. Mm-hmm. Yes. But they did do a flashback of, was it Dre and Chris and Candace and Ascala or whatever at dinner? Like they went like, I guess. Yeah, like on a couple's. And, yeah. But we, I wish we would have seen that. We didn't see that. Yeah. You know, they just did a little flashback. Because we still never had a proper introduction. We've never been to her home. We never really seen her kids. So he just shows up. So. I hope she's permanent um, next season because uh, she's a lot of fun and she brings it and and um, you know there it's really interesting because Candace feels so comfortable like in that moment just when they're picking the rooms or whatever and then she starts talking to Ascal about Mia and then who else comes in Wendy and Wendy did a good job I thought she did a good diplomatic job this is actually Zen one. For real. Yeah, <laughs> I felt it. yeah, you're right. This was Zen when um, finally I she did a good job maneuvering the whole thing and then just also being a little tipsy and being like, oh, God, I love that eye roll at the end. <laughs> uh, and I like that she was really honest when Mia walked in. She's like, yes, yes, whatever. They're like, they're trying to cover up. Yeah, we're, the talk- we're talking, no, about, we're you. talking <laughs> about you. We're actually right. talking about you. Yeah, I really enjoyed uh, this Zen Wen, and she just really is like, "Don't kill my vibe, don't don't kill my yeah, good vibes only weekend." <laughs> That's right, GBO. <laughs> um, what what else do we uh, break down in this whole? I, I they keep going back and forth from the men to the women, and what I forget what made them escalate uh, into well, the whole couple- fight. It was a couple thing. Like they so like Wendy and Ascala and Candace would go upstairs and then it was the fact like it started because like then Mia was downstairs with the guys and then like he like put the G Wagon dealer guy on the phone, like 
it, that felt a little show-offy, like trying to brag about money. Oh, I'm getting my wife a new G-Wagon. And totally. Like, the guy was on speaker, <laughs> yeah. speakerphone or whatever. Uh-huh. And so like that started, and that's how then Mia went upstairs like later on. Like that's how she went upstairs and that's how she walked in and said, oh, you guys talking about me or something. And they were picking out the rooms. They were picking out rooms because then Candace got to pick her room last because Wendy let people who were in the cottage <laughs> pick their rooms first or something like that. I, I appreciated that. Yeah, I was okay or with something. that. Or maybe oh, also, I, I, I think I'm oh, sorry, Sada, finish your thought. No, I'm sorry. And I think I'm going out of order, but it was something like that. I just remember the G wagon. Then I went, went upstairs. No, no. And then Karen and Ashley arrived. And then that's what started. Then they went to go to pick rooms. And then that was the fight. That was the order. Okay. <laughs> um, so, I was just going to point out something not important. Just the fact that on a couple's trip, that couples have to share a room. That's the worst. <laughs> like, I want to share a room who? with another couple. Oh, <laughs> there oh. was? Where? Yeah. Or at least one of them had like two queen beds in the same room. And then Wendy and she, Wendy made a comment though, that the reason it was like that is because she wanted everyone to stay under. She's like, I don't want anyone off in a cottage or in a different house. I want everyone under the same roof, which I guess I get after the last trip, but still, Mm -hmm. since it's a couple's trip, I'm like, like, that's weird. That is weird. Well, didn't they say they were going to leave that room in case Robin and uh-huh. Giselle they, came There's later? a different room. The one that Robin and Giselle seem to get is like an attic and it has like twin, twin beds. beds like, right? like yeah. beds. Oh. The actual room I'm talking about like are two couples that, that Wendy said are going to have to share. It was like two queen beds in the same like large, large, large room. Oh, that's weird. I would not she did like say that. that. And I was confused what that meant. Okay. Yes, so it's they showed it. If you go back and watch, there's like a large room and it has two, I don't think they're king size. I think they're queen beds, maybe full. <laughs> they're like no, man. Feet apart from uh. <laughs> Unless they want to stick Ashley in there with, uh, with Karen and Ray. Um, oh my gosh. Just <laughs> awkward. Like, oh no. my God. Oh, so when they're doing this whole conversation, both of them, I feel like, and this is going to be probably the great debate between Wendy, I mean, uh, Mia and Candace, because I feel, I feel like they're both doing a reach. Can like, yeah, at this point, Candace, well, when Wendy has just alluded to the fact that Candace, you don't know about her situation with her mother. And Candace is like, I don't give a fuck because she was talking to my mother, trying to equate that there's a mother in the scenario. But I don't think that's at all the same thing. But then but your mom is like the messiest. person. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like that. Is, uh, I was like, girl, that's a stretch. And then Mia's also making a stretch because she's like, well, me and I'm doing my hand gesture, my Mia hand gesture. Well, me as a CEO right now. Uh, my 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 uh, job is to fix the identify and fix the problem and I'm like girl <laughs> no you were not um so I appreciate the stretch from both camps <laughs> and this is kind of what starts the ultimate uh, showdown between them and of course Candace like no you were not being um you know no one asked for your opinion and she's like I'm a CEO I'm giving constructive criticism um what do we feel about their showdown I think they're both doing the work. Like they're both coming into the season. They're both, you know, being petty and shady, which is what we watch for. The only difference for me is that Candace doesn't have, like she can dish it out and she's great at it. Like I love 
listening to her and like the insults she puts together in the shade is like chef's kiss you know like perfect hilarious uh excluding the like fat phobic you know wide-bodied comment yeah but candace can take like one jab and then she's immediately just like through like the roof like she just yeah loses it so it's not as fun she takes it like very personally whereas other people are just like in like the fun shade aspect of it you know like they you know as a housewife like that's what you're doing on this show this is it's not 100 percent like organic you know that you're there to like you know secure the bag make your coin make your name known be the a little bit of a shit stirrer. like all of this is expected but for some reason it's like once Candace is like in the heat of the moment, she just goes for the jugular. Like she loses it after like a few, you know, goes like back and forth. And then she's just gone. Like she can't, Mm -hmm. I haven't seen her like keep the same energy, like the fun, silly Candace, you know, in the like interviews, that's just like good old fashioned shady. Right. Um, Like when they're face to face, like she just can't. It's too much. It's Mm -hmm. too much. It's It's just like, it was like a flashback of like last season with the whole Monique thing. It's that yes. mouth now. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Like everybody, everybody even social media. Oh, I don't believe in physical violence, but this is the thing. We're all human. Mm-hmm. We have human, we're all, you know, there's human nature. And when it's like, this Candace is like a little chihuahua bark, mm-hmm. bark, the bark, the bark, you nip at your leg. Okay. You're going to shoo it away, shoo it away. But you know, when that chihuahua bites, you're going to actually push it away. Like, it's just like, it comes to a point where it's like, yes, physical violence, I get it wrong, but you know, there's a breaking point and Monique hit her breaking point last season, but now we see it repeating again Mm -hmm. where that mouth that she has is just because the attacks are vicious. They're, they're just, they're beyond below the belt. They're just like, like disgusting. They're vicious. They're beyond hurtful. It's beyond the shade and they're just nasty. And it's like, here we go again like you know the the hand in the face and this doing that and it's like it's fine and Mia has a role to play like Mia's not like innocent you know because she's goading her as well but like Candace just like snaps in that moment you know right yeah and I agree but then then if she gets gets smacked and if she gets smacked in the face it's gonna she's gonna play the victim again like she did last season and I was Monique she looks worse because Mia is not Monique and she's not at at least for now it doesn't seem like she's going there Mia's like unbothered she's laughing she might be bothered later you know it shows her crying like in the preview but like in the moment I did not feel like Mia was gonna come across that table and like smack her you know like she was just like having a like a laugh she just threw salad in her face yeah and she laughed and was like dainty and she's like honey your hoe is here come on pimp like come get your hoe Mm -hmm. like she was just making it a joke even if she was you know a little bit annoyed but candace was like i like that look in her you know like the fire like of i hate you in this moment like i want to jump across this table like triggered you know the same thing she did last season it's like it's just repeating itself and until somebody puts her in her place and say, mm-hmm. you're not the victim here. You're doing this again. You need to stop it. and you need to change your behavior. It's just going to keep happening. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, I totally agree. Like there was this moment and, and to totally co-sign everything Sarah said, like there's that, there's that line she crosses. Cause like Mia's a, a great, um, uh, 
backpedaler and she's great about trying to like deflect out of a situation. And she even says, I asked your mother because I wanted her opinion. She's a great businesswoman and I would love to, I admire her. I would love to be like her. And then Candace Mm -hmm. cuts in. She's like, well, she wasn't found in a strip club. So already like there was no need, right? Like she's actually paying your mom a compliment and backpedaling and all this, like, um, again, taking it in like what she had said earlier that, you know, G made it rain on you and he must have spent so much money and you were found on the pole and like all this stuff, which she, it's not like she hid any of that. She has and told she doesn't us. seem to take those insults. Like right. she just wants it to be cutting, but like Mia isn't letting it be that like, she's just like, yep. Yep. That's it. Yeah. Even though is not innocent. Like right. Mia's definitely, you know, pushing her buttons but not in the same way. It's on a different level completely. Well, yeah. And, and it wasn't, that's what I mean. Like attack her business then attack, you know, call her chiropractic businesses, low budget, but like, that's where Mia says she's mean. And Candace is like, Oh, I'm right here. And then Ashley's like, what, who, when her face <laughs> background. Ashley's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. She's just like, what happened? I'm trying to get some fruit over here. (laughs) Um, But I do feel that as calm, cool, and collected as Mia is presenting herself, I do feel inside, I mean, she's got to be just done with this shit. Like, it is, it is, like Sarah was saying, like a chihuahua, like, keeps on and on and on. And then there's this moment where um Candace after all her shit last season has the audacity to tell her get your hand on my face because Mia does a, a Mia's quick with the hand gestures and I was like mm. oh again you have a problem with a hand in your face she said don't yep. put your hand in my face and I'm like really and then Mia's like what what you gonna do bah, bah, bah. and I was like yes because <laughs> that's what you did to Monique <sighs> Like you had your fucking hand in her face and you and smug. She was like laughing. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. She was being smug ass about it. But now what Mia's doing, she's over here calling her disrespectful and you needed this and that. And and of course the men are just like, well, time to go. (laughs) I love that. Chris was like, I'm going to go outside. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He didn't Um, even stop. He was like, let me go get my wife. He was just like, let's. Let's leave. Yeah, let's leave. And and Wendy's just like, what is happening? I love that that G's on the couch. Like, what? Where are we going? <laughs> <laughs> and Mia's like, uh, where's the pimp? Your hoe is here. And G's, oh, okay, there. I just saw it. Candace was the first one. She threw a little something. She yeah. threw a little something on the counter. Okay. I will okay. say too, this is like probably unpopular opinion. Well, I don't know. There are people in the Bravo universe that like Candace, but yeah, she's got I her don't. Pants. I like, like root for her. And like this season, because I don't like, it's sad to watch someone, especially with like her mom relationship. Um, It's clearly like mommy issues, you know, or like parental issues, but like her mom is definitely a narcissist and her mom is definitely like a puppeteer and is shady. And yet she still is very close to her. You know, she hasn't cut her mom out of her life, even though her mom is very toxic, Um, like even in her marriage. Um, and so like you watch her and you know exactly where it's coming from. Like, you know, that this is like coming from (laughs) having a mom like that, you know, like mommy issues or whatever you want to call it. But like every time she was the mediator in this season, I was like, oh, you know, like maybe she has grown, you know, she's gone to therapy or something. And maybe she's a little bit different. 
Um, and she's like successful. Like she's smart. She is, you know, getting her MBA. She's done, you know, her pageants and like philanthropy. Um, I mean, she's overall, like on paper without, you know, the housewife stuff would seem like a good person, someone who like, you know, does good for their community. And then oh, it all just breaks down. It makes me like disappointed, you know, cause yeah. as like a younger woman, she's like, like, you know, women of color, especially, you know, like we like need to support each other and like uplift each other and see each other succeed. And I'm like, oh, like, I really want you to like have patience and not like stoop to that level. Remember that was like a huge topic of conversation like the last season because Mm -hmm. they resorted to like throwing stuff and violence, you know, and showing out and that like, people are like, Oh, like we don't want this to be that, you know, like the image of this show. And like, I always, I wanted her to do like to do better again, the Tyra, like we were really, and then, and just like a snap of a finger, she's gone. Like her eyes are glazed over and she's like throwing like a glass plate over the countertop. I don't know. Yeah, she throws uh, a little bit of lettuce at her and then she says, you started with me, Mia. And then before Mia says anything, she says, and you need to learn to finish it. Yes. And then Miss Karen's like, like oh, yeah, exactly. And, and it shows her throwing like actual dish. Like she threw something that's like hard. It, like, it shows it like oh, rolling the around end, later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it happened this one or if it was like in the next I continuation. Think yeah, it's the continuation because Miss Karen's looking at this like, oh, oh, here we go. Yes. And I was like, Candace, why? Like, why, <laughs> why go there? Like, and be so like, like on the drop of a dime, you know, like on just a quick moment where Mia is clearly not that agitated. Like she's not trying to fight you physically. Mia's just agitating you like shadily, you know? <laughs> Well, and I, I don't, I would take the other side. I don't think Mia was, I think Mia was playing defense. Like Mia is, I mean, it's both. Not a if chump, Mia was she's really not going take... to, she could have walked away and not I think put her fingers in her face. Like... Fucking times. She did, like, she she did, did. walk away. I guess she you're right. Candace, Cause at the end she Candace calls her back. Conti- she's like, you need to yes. finish. Can <laughs> yeah. continue to antagonize her? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. She walks in the room. They're talking about her. She walks out of the room, and Candace is like, "Oh, you're gonna go cry. Like, come you're back, go cry." <laughs> yeah, she's like, "You're gonna go cry about it to your friends. You're gonna go this and that." Like she is just rot, 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 rot. And then Mia walks away and is having a conversation with Ashley. And then Candace is like, "Why don't you come say it to my face?" And this and that. Mia's like, "Well, okay, then come on down." And then. They they're having this fight in the kitchen. Then Mia grabs G and she's like, "Let's go, let's go." She's walking away, and then Candace throws a piece of lettuce and says, "Don't you need some lettuce?" Which I didn't get that. Uh, Was that? I I don't get that either. I was like, was there, because then they, the, the closing shot is the cows. Like, I don't understand what the lettuce, uh, was there an animal reference I missed? I don't know. But I, so she I throws know. that piece of, of lettuce at, at Mia. And it then. It just reminded me of um, Beverly Hills where Kim was like, why don't you have a piece of bread and calm down? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> a piece of bread. Piece of lettuce. <laughs> she threw the little piece of lettuce. Um, but I guess that was enough where Mia was like, oh, okay. Uh, and then she did make another remark. Well, all the women interfere and say, stop talking about her mom. You don't know her story, you don't know her story. And then she's like, you shut the fuck up, Ashley. You don't even know her story either. And she's like, I do. I yeah, talked to time her. With her. Uh-huh. And then she proceeds to then give one more blow about the mom. And then that's when Mia walks away and throws the salad with a flick of the wrist. Um, and so like lighthearted. I loved it so it much. It was so good. 
so good. I, I was telling Sada right before you came on that I had to like rewind it and like slow mo watch that back. It was like so good. But I and as a vegetarian, as a vegetarian, I'm like, don't waste that good salad. <laughs> oh, the one food you can eat, like sometimes. <laughs> oh, I mean, I eat true. tofu and all. I eat tofu and all the other veggie protein, but I'm like, no, that's good salad. Don't. Oh my God, sometimes so when you're like at a, a gathering, they don't have tofu, you know. So like, no, they don't rely on that salad. <laughs> that I is do. such a good Bread. point speak for all the vegetarians <laughs> out there <laughs> such a good point oh how funny. funny um yeah so that whole salad went to to waste and the uh, candace throws them back and you know what she got that good angle too she got her like right in the back that was a good reaction toss um i was mm. very pleasantly surprised with both the ladies throwing abilities <laughs> the salad's hard to throw you know it's like leafy yeah. it goes everywhere <laughs> I'm just saying that was well, we've been waiting for that salad toss for a while <laughs> we got it i couldn't believe it i was legit like oh, they did it they did it at the end of the episode um but then next episode now i see why because it looks like i mean that that moment between her and chris uh mm. i'm right? ready to see that Right. Wait, was what was like, the oh. what was the moment between her in and the Chris? restaurant? They're in the restaurant and she's going at it with Ashley, but I guess she right. she crosses that line and him as a manager, knowing what's on the line, <laughs> he's like, We need to go, we need to go. And so she turns on him. Cause that was totally branding. He was like, Oh shit, she's got this album coming out. We got everything writing on this. She cannot be getting in public fights. And so yeah. she kind of turns on him and like she cusses at him a little bit, right? If I remember correctly. Yeah, she says, no. He says, we need to get up and leave right now. And she's like, get like get off of me. Like, no. Yeah. And I don't know where that's going to escalate to because she already seems mad. Yeah, he looked mm-hmm. like he was about to pick her up and carry yep. her out. And I was just like, oh, shit. Um, so that makes sense. A why lot this- of, that is a lot of work on a husband. Is. Like, she, she is like, a lot of work. If you don't want to be treated like a child, then don't act like one. Like like you're a grown ass woman. And you, like, like I said, she has so much going for her. She's successful. Like she, she's a hard worker. Like she killed like her music video. I mean, it's not easy to do music and like choreography and stuff. And like, she really seems to be doing well at it. She can sing. Like she's not like other housewives, you know, (laughs) right? like like Kim's old song of a countess. Um, But like, oh. She puts herself like she wants to be the victim, but she really like you cannot. I can't give it to her. Although I know Mia like, you know, push buttons in certain ways and the stupid broke ass bitch comment. That was so like cringe. Like why? She always makes the comments about, you know, being a business bitch and like CEO and rich and having businesses. Um, It's eye roll, but it's not to the point where like to get Candace to act like this, you know? Yeah. Like, and if you don't want your husband to, to treat you like a child and everyone else to treat you like a child, then just stop it. Like stop. making. And isn't her mom like a psychologist or something? Yeah. Her mom is do as I say, not as I do. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, also what I've loved that this has turned into a supportive movement for ladies with the bigger feet on social media. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. Why, yeah. what, what's the big deal about big feet? I mean, I wear a size eight and a half. Oh my God. Yeah, like, I, that's what I said. I'm like, I'm a size nine. That's considered a, a bigger shoe, you know, but like, but also, <laughs> like if you're a taller, she's a taller person. Like it makes sense. Yeah, Your body, like, she's really physiologically. Tall. Like, right i think you, i googled the, the beginning she's 511 like, yeah yeah she's mm-hmm. uh, you can't expect someone who's 511 or six feet to have a size seven foot that that would be weird 
Yeah. Um, most supermodels, Tyra Banks. I think she's like yep. a size 10, yeah. size 11. 10. She's tall. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Most supermodels are but, Cindy Crawford. Um, shout out to my size five and a half wears. <laughs> oh my yeah, God. Yeah. Five and a half. <laughs> I'm only five feet tall. Though. <laughs> <laughs> my daughter is five two and she wears a size seven. That's so funny, but she'll probably maybe grow or not as proportion. Yeah. I feel like seven isn't that like, it's not that big. Yeah. My well, her sister dad and my is, mom her dad are is both five three, seven. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, really? He's six three. Yeah, her dad is six three. Oh, okay, so okay. She'll she'll keep so growing. Yeah, sure. they'll get some height. My my mom and my sister are both five four, and they wear both the same. Wear seven, so yeah, I was I always think... the odd one out. <laughs> but I'm a yeah. little taller, so. But then no one can steal your shoes. So right? Yeah. yeah, I got to buy my own shoes, but yeah, I do run a little taller than them. They're five four, and I'm like close to five six. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, shout out to all the women of any size, because that's another thing, too. We're living post pandemic, like I'm ready to give up Spanx and makeup. I did not know we were having shoe shoe fights now or feet fights. Um, So, yeah, shout out to all the ladies, whatever size. Yes, and wear your heels, ladies, even if you're tall. Yes, no one cares. Be be you, do you, whatever you want. Or your Vans or Converse, you know. Yeah, that's it. It's it's all good. Um, so I thought that was really funny. Like all the foot fetish wars that were going on, on social media, I was laughing so hard. I went, like, I have a, a whole album of screenshots that I'm ready to like load up just great stuff. Uh, I love all these fans. Um, as we wrap up though, did you guys see the trailer for Beverly Hills? Yes. yes. Oh, Oh, I saw it like right before we started and I was like, oh my God, Andy, really? Finally, right? Yeah, like coming Finally. with the heat because sometimes he's <sighs> some bullshit. Like sometimes like, Seriously. especially like the really hard hitting ones, you know, like where you want him to put them on the spot, cough Cameron Westcott. Yes. Um, yeah. And you want him to call them out and he never really does for whatever reason, even though like he wrong. never, he never calls out Giselle because he loves her. They're like yeah. tight. Mm-hmm. But this seems like whatever he I said mean, to me, I'm going to put you on a skewer and barbecue. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you're going to turn the heat up. And he literally says <laughs> he was having a ton of affairs and you claim to not know anything, but he was putting $20 million in your account. Girl, I was like, when he oh, says, shit. how come you didn't leave? I know how much you make on this show. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Shit. Oh, it was so good. I like watched it twice. Yes. I was like, <gasps> you yes. know, his little like shit eating grin. He's like, hmm. like, and he like, <laughs> he was like, eh? and she looks so mad. She looks like she could have killed him. Like with her. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, she had endorsement deals too. So yeah. I mean, let me say something as a divorced woman. And I had a three-year-old at the time when I left my husband, you can leave. I'm not saying it's easy because it's not. And I'm not a millionaire like this woman was. It's not easy leaving. It's not because it's a lot of logistics financially. You know, half of there's half of my income, not even it's my income, but half of the money that I had in the pot because that was my husband's salary and my salary. Half of it is gone. You, you give up the marital home, the cars, whatever. Yeah, it's not easy to walk away. But if you really want to walk away or you or you're caught up in some legal BS and you're like, damn it, I got to go. You know, this is like a lot of stuff. I got to get mm-hmm. out of here. You can do it. Mm-hmm. OK, especially if, if she, they don't have they didn't have any young kids. Um, yeah, it's just yourself and your dog. You can leave, especially when you have a housewife salary and endorsement deals. 
Yes. Elite. If she had nothing else, I could understand because he's, he definitely is a famous high powered lawyer. Right. So I yes. get her. Like when she says he has connections, it's a boys club. Everything's a boys club right. and, power yes. and money. It's like, I totally yes. get that. She was like, it's like being blacklisted in your right. city. Like, There'd right. be nowhere that she can go. No one she can talk to because he would have complete control right. over everything. But like, she, what she's not some like person in the middle of like Idaho. Like right. she, she has so much money and connections just purely based on her like social media following. Like she could have gotten a hotel to sponsor her. Like she didn't need, like, you know, while she figures the logistics of like the lawyerly side of things, you know, like with legal. Yep. And she even had Sutton. Sutton offered her money. I mean, because uh, that, that's the way when you have really good friends that are millionaires, yep. Sutton right. offered her in money. In a house, like freaking Kyle would have let her live in the house without paying rent. Right. They don't need someone paying rent. You know, they really don't need exactly. that. Um, I think it's all bullshit. I think she just like wasn't used to the light. I don't know that she knew every single thing. I don't think she did. I think she was like. She knew. She knew she something. Was, yes. And I, I think she knew something was up, but because she was living the life, she just turned the other cheek right? and just like, let it happen without like, you know, investigating too much because she lived a really comfortable life. Yeah. Um, she, uh, you know, when there's, there's that scene also, I wonder how that played out, but when they asked her, like it was, it was a trap. He said, why did you tell him to stop? Or, mm-hmm. or what, what did you tell him? Or somehow she to apply that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. She said, she caught that one quick before she said yep. anything like, Oh, I was like, Oh, this is so good. But yeah, to and your point, that blank stare she gives like yes. to the camera, like, Oh, yes. the dead, the ice. And queen. like, the, yeah. And like, this is the thing, like, I mean, <laughs> she may not know everything, but I also feel like I hate it when women like, well, I don't know what my husband does all day. I don't know. I hate the, I don't know part because when you work or when you're a career person, you may not know all the details that your husband does, but you do talk at the end of the day. Like when I was married and even when I had my relationship, we, we would talk, well, how was your day at work? Well, this and this happened and this happened. And like, well, like I knew what went on. I mean, I know every single detail, but I knew what went on. Even with my last relationship that I was in for five years, we worked at the same agency. I knew exactly what went on. I knew all the people who were involved. I knew exactly what projects he was working on because I worked at the same place. But even when my, with my, with my ex-husband, he's a lawyer. I mean, I knew about stuff. I may not know all the details, but I knew what was going on because we would talk about work at the end of the day. Like he would vent to me. Do you so, think I could like see her though? not knowing because he told her to shut up at a dinner in front of people. So like, I would not be surprised if he didn't discuss business kind of yeah. knowingly, you know, because he's been shady for many years. This isn't something new. He just got yeah. caught up in it. You know, this well, and also, building. I don't think they talk like that. Like, and yeah, no, I don't need to be like ageist or anything, but um, no. I'm sure he went to bed very early. Right. Cause like, even when they had everyone remember the, dinner they had the, party, the way he talked to her, there's no way they were having like, yeah. Hi, honey. like when she talked to him, she was so formal. Like yeah. you could, she became a different person, even on camera. Like, like when she was telling him how grateful she was for his help, you know, yeah. and she was like holding his hand across the table. It felt like she was talking to her, like grandfather her father or something. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, thank definitely. you so much, grandpa. Like, uh, with respect and like reverence, you know, and, like yeah. her voice lowers and her eyes lower. And it's like, not the ice queen. It's like a little right. girl, like trying not to get reprimanded, you know, and like be polite. That was the same vibe I got. And like, even when they had the astrologer that last season, when her and Rena wore the same pink outfit, um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that like he was there early, remember to storytell. Yes. And then he had to go to bed. Like it was, I think that was like eight <laughs> o'clock. 
you know, like eight. And then she stayed up with her friends to have her girls night. So I think he was often home um, asleep before her. And like you were saying, um, I think especially coming from a. Uh, you know, a different background where she didn't have money. I don't think she questioned it. You know, like you finally have everything you've never had. And who yeah, are you're you not to bite make trouble for yourself? Right. Who are you to bite the I, hand that feeds you? I just, right? I just don't agree girls because remember like Bethany said, you can't play smart and you can't play stupid at the same time. I Eric just think, um, Erica was, says how, how she's smart and she knows things and I, I'm not yeah, a liar. That's this true. And that, but that's then definitely can't it's that but then you then she can't say well I didn't know I didn't know you can't be both you can't say I'm super smart don't play me I'm not a I liar. really think she chose say, to remain and ignorance I don't, I don't buy it innocence but I, I really think it. she chose she chose to turn the other cheek because she knew something nefarious was going on and if she like dug too deep like she would find stuff out and actually you know and I'm, I don't doubt that he was like don't ask don't ask don't ask. He's a lawyer. He would have told her, he's like, if I tell you, you know, more details, um, like you could be involved. Just don't worry about it. He's like, you got, here's your money. Like don't ask questions. I do not doubt that for a second. She's not dumb. She's smart. And the thing about her not knowing how to like, uh, go to a bank and get a check and open a checking account is complete bullshit. Like that's absolutely bullshit. bullshit. But let me say this. Ignorance does not excuse you from anything. Like ignorance is not saying, saying, saying like oh I didn't know I didn't know how those 20 that 20 million dollar got in my LLC okay great well that doesn't excuse you that's still illegal money you're mm-hmm. still charged or you're still responsible yeah. for that ignorance because if anyone says oh I didn't know that stealing that doesn't hold up in the court of law it, yeah ignorance doesn't excuse you it's like okay whatever oh I didn't know I was stealing this I can get in trouble okay well not knowing it doesn't that doesn't mean anything you're still responsible for your actions or also, for knowing and, what's and- in your bank account a lot of people have said this, but like, I, I truly believe she knew something was going on and just chose not to dig deeper because she, like, you know, she didn't want to end like the fairy tale of her life and her like 20 million, like assistance and makeup and whatever. Um, but she has never once said anything about the victims, you know, of that flight. Mm-hmm. And that is telling to me. Like, it doesn't matter. I know that people are like, well, maybe because of like lawyers and stuff, she can't say sorry because it's like an admittance of guilt and they can use that. But like, she has never cried or been like, oh my God, what did I get myself in? You know, like, like, I cannot believe this is the man I was married to. Like, I do not stand by his actions. Like, I'm so like, I cannot believe these people, you know, were hurt by this, like anything, even a little thing, like she could have crafted a statement with a PR person that would not incriminate herself, you know? Like she has, there's no remorse. There's no humility right. with yes. her. So that's there's the nothing. problem that I have with her, right. with her social media and all this season. Whereas that we saw no humility and no any type of remorse, even though she didn't do it herself and it wasn't her specific actions. The fact is that you need to show some sort of humility, even when you go to court and murderers are on trial. You know, the the jury looks at that. Like, right. is this person remorseful? Is there some sort of humility that has an effect on your fate? But the fact that she posts up on her social media and she's like, the champ is here. Like when she posted that today, the champ is me. That's what, that was her caption when she mm-hmm. posted the trailer yeah. on her profile today. She's like, who made like, this reunion? Like four parts, like, right. That, like, that there's no humility. So that makes me dislike her even more. Right. That she's makes me believe gross. that she's like, you know what? She knew she's not stupid. 
I just, yeah, I, I agree I with like both. Her. I agree with both of you. I think this is how the fandom is torn. Like all the things um, y'all said are exactly all the thoughts that go through my head and everyone <laughs> else's. Cause I'm, I feel like, well, she grew up kind of poor, you know, she wouldn't bite the hand that feeds her. She's a loyalist that way. She's got these daddy issues. It yep. makes sense. She's not questioning anything, but then exactly what Sarah said at the end, my whole point is, but in the moment you found out, how were you not out here like, oh my God. And like, I like making declarations and like take everything and these poor families, like the only thing I can compare to, to is like early in my um, life when I was an undergrad, I was um, working at a law firm and it was um, this white attorney and he was so cool. Like he was really good to me. And, and um, I, like he, he took me under his wing and he's like, I think you'd be great. And I want to send you to law school. And like, he believed in me and all these things. And, um, I always wanted to make him proud. And so I always work like extra hard and we can unpack all those layers later. I'm well aware now when I look back, you know, like the issues I had for white validation and all that shit that comes with it. I get it. But mm-hmm. later, um, down the road, I found that he was like, kind of basically dicking over a lot of the Mexican community here that was going there because he would tell me, um, yeah, there's no way this immigration case is going to pass or, oh, there's no way that's going to. And I was like, well, why are we taking their money then? I don't understand. I don't understand that. And he's like, well, that's their fault. They want to pay. I'm going to keep paying. And sometimes he would tell me like mm-hmm. charge them double, you know, and I knew these people, these are my people, right? I know they don't got double, the thousands, you know, but he didn't give a shit. He, he didn't care. So what I was saying in the beginning, when I was enjoying my life working there, all I thought was clocking out at 5 p.m. to go have drinks with my friends at work. I wasn't thinking about everybody else. I wasn't thinking about what he did. All I knew is I got my paycheck and I went to go drink with my friends and I had a great cushy little life. Um, it wouldn't be till like down the road when I came back to visit and I was no longer working there. And one of my friends was working there that I was like, Hey, you know, whatever happened to this person or that person. And then he always felt so comfortable around me that he felt comfortable letting me in behind the scenes and still saying things like that. And then she would tell me like, dude, yeah, he makes us like charge them double and all this. And I was like, what the fuck? So like, that's when my outrage came out. And so that's all I have to compare it to that. I may have been blind in the beginning, but in the moment that I was aware, full on like crazy outrage. And I started telling customers like, don't come here, you know, and I started telling people like, don't send your family there. Um, you do something, you have a reaction to Sada's point. You have a reaction if you care. And these were strangers. I was just pissed because it was my community, but they saw Latinas working there. So they trusted us. And I felt like mm-hmm. I failed them. Oof, yeah. So yeah. So mm-hmm. like, that's what I compare it to. I may have not known. I may have not cared because I had my check and I just wanted to go drink at the end of the day at Applebee's because I was a 20 year old, you know, <laughs> that's all I wanted to do. Um, but when I did piece it together, when I asked questions, I was livid and we actually stopped speaking over all of this. And because I was like, I'm going to go to the news outlets. Like I made commotion. So that I agree with Sarah. I compare that like, girl, how could you not say anything once you knew what happened? Like, didn't you watch the Hulu documentary? <laughs> like what? Right. I'm yeah. sure she would too. She's oh, she did for sure. To herself. And how do you not yeah. feel like shit that you're a part of that? I feel like shit that I was a part of this. And that's that I, I really didn't know. And I still feel horrible um, to this day that I still think about it now. So 
um yeah absolutely that's the only time I turn where I'm like there had to have been a conversation she she doesn't act like someone who just found out with the rest of us she doesn't act outraged like um Char was saying because this went on forever that he's been he's been I mean I started researching like all the way back to when he was the good guy and Eric Brockovich like that's a lot of millions of money uh dollars millions of dollars um, you know, that was a huge case and he was the good guy. And to see him then start funneling this money. I mean, yeah, we've all been down that road. I won't, I won't take everyone down the, the Aaron Brockovich road, but I, like, how can you not be outraged after all the good he did to then use the system that he helped be and turn around and funnel money uh, away from these victims? That's a huge, any human. To Sarah's point. I mean, and I would distance the shit out of myself from yeah. him. Like, just nope, nope. Even if it's no comment, I would go to, a, you know, you have an attorney. What can I say to the public, like, that is okay, you know, that won't incriminate myself or whatever? Like, give me a statement and I need to put this out immediately. You know, like, that, Absolutely. that is like remorseful because I would be mortified. And when the girls are like, um, the women are con, like, confronting her, like, you know, at the table. Um, She's just so cold and like Garcelle, you know, trying, she's like, you have to understand. Cause she had, Garcelle had her sister or whatever, you know, that dealt with something similar. Her sister was like the victim of, um, you know, fraud. Um, and she was telling her, you know, like, how do you think the victims and stuff feel? And, and she was like, how do you think I feel, you know, this is my life. And like, that's just so selfish. Like you live the it most is. spoiled, like entitled, not like struggling life out there like what are you talking yeah about? like your like, biggest struggle was moving into a smaller mansion that yeah, that's exactly <laughs> and like we all work in 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 pr and dc and the machine and all of that let's be honest if she really wanted to do damage control have a charity charity auction night mm-hmm. raise money she's literally like picking out wallpaper for her new house like that'd be the last like thing you're worried Use about your she should have got raise money for the victims yeah, she should have gotten like, um, I don't know if you guys watch Scandal. She should have gotten like Judy Smith, who was like, you know, Olivia. Oh, Pope the Olivia Pope. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. She should have gotten somebody like her to come in and do the PR crisis management. Damage control. And yeah. Damage control. I would have had yeah, her throw a been- big ass charity and all proceeds all proceeds and and i would have auctioned off all her fucking clothes sell it well, all she did she sold her all. clothes but like for money but i guess they took <laughs> the money the profits like yeah she needed to to have a huge charity event um bring in all the big names raise millions of dollars shit uh was it um uh salt lake city had one and they raised one donor gave a million dollars at their saw that honestly uh, all she had to do was say like start a go like a go let's make it right and people would have donated even if she didn't have money let's say her assets were frozen or whatever bullshit she wants to say but like she could have been like i you know i want to put this together we need to help these people like All the every money community to come together yes. and like then it puts it on you know her friends who are also filthy rich exactly help. fork out this money um yes. let's give them our money not our tears and our words on national yes. TV. yeah mm-hmm. that's what i would have had her do um, but anyways, it's going to be fun. Oh, I can't I wait. wait. <laughs> That's next week. I'm trying to binge watch till we get to it. Um, but anyways, okay, ladies, I know it's late for y'all over there. 830 here. Mm-hmm. So what is that? 1030 for y'all? Yeah. yeah. Thank yeah. you guys so much for joining us again. And I can't wait. We will get um, some of the Beverly Hills in by the next by the next time. So 
I, I'm excited to hear your thoughts. Thank you guys. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.